We got a packed house today. We got Derek Black. We got Newman. We got Marcus rocking and rolling. We are going to be talking the real quarterbacks of the NFL and get into some other NHL, NBA, and college basketball. But first, we got some Rush drama. We got Rush storming out of meetings, sending cryptic tweets. Uh, uh, let's let's just jump right into it, boys. Is Russ going to play for Seattle next year? A thousand percent. Yeah? Yeah, a thousand percent. I know he's got a few destinations, but it's pretty much the only possible destinations that any quarterback could go to if you want to talk about mild content- contention. And I think one of those teams can't even afford anybody on their team, which is New Orleans. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously he's bitching about the, the – the weakness of the O-line, but it was it was less important when they actually had a solid defense. You know, we've said it for actually the last few years now. Uh, Seattle's just got a lot of holes throughout the team, um, and I, I don't think it's as, as big as or big or bad that it's being blown up to be right now. Obviously, you know, he wants, he wants to be legitimately competing and seeing how good that division's getting. You know, it might be a little stressful, but he's no chance he goes anywhere. So is, is Pete Carroll to blame at all for this? Um, you know, we, we, Marcus and I go on our Mike Tomlin rants, you know, saying he lost the locker room, you know, players, this players, that is Pete Carroll kind of uh, a crux of this problem at all going I on. Think, I think Pete Carroll's trash. Like, honestly, <laughs> uh, I, I yeah, think he's a biased, biased New England fan here. I think, I think he's terrible. I think that the success of what happened in Seattle was a combination of Marshawn Lynch and Russ doing enough on offense and they had an all time defensive unit. I mean, that secondary, Legion Boom secondary was as good as any secondary in the history of the NFL. Um, so when you have those and you're a fun players coach, keep it light, it yeah. works. But now what have they done since? So the O-line's been crumbling for almost a decade, it feels like. I, I think we've, we've talked about this on a yearly basis. Like, when are they going to get O-line help? When are they going to get O-line help? And they just refuse to do it. Um, they don't really have any playmakers on the offensive side of the ball besides Russ. And, and I understand him wanting to want to have the offense really run through him because – I mean, let's face it, it does. So he, he just wants, from the reports I've seen, to be treated like Aaron Rodgers, to be treated like you know some of these franchise guys, Tom Brady, who, who get to and really kind of shape the offense. Get the keys ah. to the car, you know, that is, is what you're saying. I think Aaron Rodgers. How, how has he not earned it? Yeah, you don't think that's a stretch there with Aaron Rodgers, though? I, I don't, still don't think that he's had a first-round receiver. I kind there. of disagree. I don't think Aaron Rodgers gets to run in the show at I all. Mean, Anytime I mean, they take far, his input, they do the opposite effect. I mean, basically. as far as game planning, not personnel, but I'm saying game planning. Like from what It doesn't seem like he won't be – again, the report I saw was he really wants more input on the offensive play calling, and he suggested ideas that he thought would make the offense run better, and they basically told him to go fuck himself. Yeah. Before we leave Aaron Rodgers, can we just say, at least looks-wise, he's gotten worse at every new significant other? He's went to Olivia Munn, to Danica Patrick, to Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley's not even attractive. I, I, mean, didn't, know, I didn't even know she was, but uh, uh, sorry to offend anyone. I, but I saw a picture. A little it looked like far. she had a little Down syndrome issue in one of her photos. I, I have no idea who she is. <laughs> I mean, uh, she's, a movie, okay. she's a movie star. She's not been okay. in some, some things. Uh, with, I say uh, with all due respect. Divert, Divergent, et cetera. <laughs> Um, not, not okay. but you know, I mean, who knows why you choose someone? Uh, it wasn't that long ago that he broke up with Danica and he dated Olivia Munn for like years. So I don't know yeah. if there's, if, if you're yeah, on the inside, not the outside. If you're a rival fan in the uh, NFC North, you have to be happy though. Cause he usually plays like shit when he's in relationships. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but, but going back into. Russell Wilson drama thing. So here's the thing. I think that personally, I've been calling it. Uh, I think the way that they draft is trash. John Schneider is to blame for a lot of this. They continually take running backs early. Like uh, what's his name that they took in the first round? Penny Rashad Penny. Yeah, Rashad Penny. Instead of drafting, I don't know, a defensive end or a DB or an offensive lineman, somebody that could actually give you some sort of help. They draft a running back who's basically played what? I don't know, 250 snaps or something in three years. Like, it's ridiculous. This is not how you build a team. I've said it before the season that I thought that, uh, you know, I picked, I did not pick Seattle to be one of the, one of the favorites coming out of that division because I felt like they consistently do not protect. Russ was your MVP guy though. He was, he, he, was he, he, he was, and he was looking like an MVP until apparently per this report that came out, uh, in the athletic, he had like two bad games in a row and Pete Carroll was like, nah, we're not doing that anymore. Um, so I mean, God forbid you, you look out for the whole team. They gave up two first for Jamal Adams, right? Yes, they did. 
like to me, they're not in a position to do that kind of move. That's the kind of move where like 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 where the Steelers were when they went and got Fitzpatrick. Like the rest mm-hmm. of your team is good. You have a solid foundation. You're adding that you know that icing on top. They don't like Seattle doesn't have a fucking cake. Like you can't you can't be adding you know premium players at a high cost when you don't have like you need those first round draft picks. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Jamal Adams so, is really good. Uh, the, I mean, he's amazing, and the value but, in the pick, the value yeah. in the trade wasn't bad. But it's just I don't think that team was in that position to do that. Yeah, I agree. So, so why is Russ doing this? Like, what what do you think? Let's all let's try to get in the mind of the man who is uh, with Sierra. Uh, why why do this? Like, what is what's his end game here? Uh, I I think that you're just making making a splash, making a little waves to be like, hey, you know, we, we gotta we gotta make some, make a change, right? If you don't, if you know, if the squeaky wheel gets the gets the oil, uh, the, grease. <laughs> the grease. There you go, same thing. But uh, you know, he's just like, hey, getting a, getting ahead of it, cutting the snake off at the head. We, he's trying to yeah. make that splash. Be like, I'm I'm a little disgruntled. We have to make a change, or, or it's gonna get ugly going forward. I mean, when he's when he's done it behind the scenes, apparently it hasn't really worked out in his favor. So maybe if he does it through the media, then he'll it'll actually draw some attention to it. And uh, supposedly yeah. his agent provided four teams that he'd be willing to go to uh, to Seattle. So like they're they're trying to push trade. I don't know how much how no. realistic that so, is. Yeah, I think I think we all agree that you know Russ Wilson ain't going anywhere. But out of those four teams, I mean, to me, I think. I think the Bears and Raiders probably make the most sense out of those two. I don't think either one really had the assets to give up. None of them are really in a draft position where where it makes sense. Um, but if I had to choose out of those four, I'm taking the Raiders. Is anyone riding with me if there was a 1% of 1% chance give me in Dallas. those four teams? Are we, are we talking most likely to actually do the trade, or are we talking most likely to, um, to be Most likely fit? destination. Most likely destination. I think the Bears have to be the most likely destination. Uh, this is a team, in my opinion, that they've they're defensive. They've already pushed in a little bit, right? Uh, trading for Khalil Mack for multiple multiple first round picks, etc., um, and building a really good defense. But obviously, they have an issue at quarterback, right? So if you yeah. franchise tag Allen Robinson and then you um, you go and trade for Russ, now you're actually looking like this could this could have some semblance. Of a comp, of a competent offense to pair with that defense, and this is your window. The yeah, Raiders it's not like to me have a fantastic offensive line, though. Yeah, but I mean, the Raiders have have a decent offensive line, so that's that's a fit. Well, the Bears, there. but you have to. I know. I'm saying. I'm saying the Raiders, in comparison, have a defense decent offensive line, so there is a fit there. Um, but I don't think that Russell Wilson fits in terms of what John Gruden actually wants to do on offense. No. Yeah, no. Again, it it, it doesn't happen. I, I think Marcus hit the nail on the head here that it is it is a greasy wheel situation, and he's just trying to bring attention to hey, do what I want. I mean, I, I think I think Derek also kind of hit it that he he's just trying to gain some kind of control because clearly right now it's kind of a lost organization. They don't have a direction they're going. If anything, they're 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 most likely treading water. But I mean, that's kind of the worst. You either want to compete for picks or compete for Super Bowls, and right now Seattle's doing neither. And he, he probably um, which is the worst position. To he be probably in. realizes his window's closing as far as his style of play. I don't know how long. I mean, he's a mobile quarterback, not in the sense that he wants to pull it down, run downfield, but he he creates a lot in the pocket. He runs around a lot, um, and and gets wide receivers open late in the play. And I just don't know how long, you, much longer you can do that. And he's averaging forty nine sacks a season over the last three years. Um, that's that's on the ground a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and he's to blame for a lot of those. I mean, sure. The fact that he does hold the ball is is one portion of that. Yeah, yeah they're, about- they're getting some free runners at him too, though. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, I said draft offensive line. Like, I I understand that he needs. Help, we, we've but- been talking about this, the Seahawks drafting offensive line. I I know specifically just in our group text, probably f- four or five years at least yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the only thing they got right, if any of you guys have seen the movie Draft Day, is Great that movie. that the Seattle organization completely bungled the, uh, the entire Bo- the draft. The move. Yeah, exactly. So that's <laughs> I, like I, the, I wa- it's the only thing they got right in the entire movie that Seattle just completely messed up their draft situation. I, I, honestly, I, I watch it every draft day. Like it's just original now. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Uh, all right, but let's talk about quarterbacks that window their windows are still wide open, and that's the recent Deshaun Watson news. 
Um, I know we got two polar opposite views of this. Um, so, uh, Marcus, tell me why you think uh, why you think Deshaun Watson's going full Karen? Because I love this take. All right, so. My, my problem is every, everyone wants to sign their deal and get out of their deal early if they don't like everything that's falling in line with them. Um, it, it, he's got a no trade clause, so he's like, well, I'm going to pick who uh, who I want to go to. Oh, and by the way, all that guaranteed money I want, I'm not going to restructure it to make me more tradable. Like, you, you want a team to eat that much money just because you want to act like a little bitch? Like, no, I, I, I get it. Yeah, you're, 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 hey, shut up and play. You signed a contract, be a man in your word, and go and play. And I, I, that, that is, that is, that is definitely one stance. Derek, now, let's, let's now, hear I'm yours. Not, I'm not going as far as shut up and play. Um, but I'm also like, it's not like you had a six year deal and you're three or four years in and you're kind of dealing with what Russ is going on. You signed a deal and eight days later, you're like, well, fuck you. No, it's, Mark, like, it's like proposing to someone and then, she, you know, she starts blowing someone the next day and you're like, well, I'll keep the ring too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, no. Keep your get off my lawn. Clint Eastwood uh, take there. I love it. I love it. We, we gave you your money. Shut up and play. Derek, what, uh, what, what's your, what's your side of things? Cause you see this about as 180 as you possibly could. Yeah. I, so, so for me, I, I just think that these deals, he has the mechanisms, me- mechanisms in play to, try to force a trade he he has the ability to opt out he has the ability to you know, to hold out uh he's not doing anything that's not allowed in the cba to try to put some pressure on, on the texans um you have to remember mr houston mr i love this city raised tons of money tons of charitable donations See you later. Houston too. Yep. he they mutually agreed so obviously something's not great behind the scenes there uh from a player standpoint if jj watt wants nothing to do with the houston texans then there's something wrong in Houston. No, I agree uh, there. But how, how much time did JJ have left on his contract, and where's he at in his career window? He sure, but I'm just saying that I'm not. I'm not trying to say, oh, this is the same thing. I'm just saying if if Houston has fucked up enough to drive JJ Watt away, then I, I can understand why Sean Watson's where he's at right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what Houston's fucked up a lot of things, but <laughs> but, but, there, but there's a lot of very prominent. Uh, People that are comparing it like they're apples and apples. It's just no, two completely I don't, different. I don't think that's yeah. It's I'm just saying as, as a as an indication of probably you know things aren't so great in Houston right now. Yeah, and allegedly, and again, nobody. So the the organization's been very vocal all the way up to Cal McNair in saying this is what's happened. These are the conversations we've had. This is the communication we've talked. Nobody's refuted the fact that he was supposed to be involved in some of these coaching decisions in that process and some of the front and office decisions no one's refuted that so to me that's that's probably the truth and if he was cut out the way he was i mean i'd be pissed off too if you're gonna say hey sign this deal as part of this deal you're you know part of the organization you're gonna shape the organization you have the keys to the car basically what russ wants they if they verbally promise that to him and then don't deliver yeah i could see why he'd be upset too also why the fuck would he want to be in Houston right now? They're absolute <laughs> trash. Uh, the right. team is awful, right? They finished 30th in defensive DVOA this year. That's with JJ Watt. Um, they're going to lose a bunch, like several starters off their defense, several starters off their offense, including Will Fuller is a free agent. Um, and he was their best option. Uh, there's talk rated? of them creating cap space. They have $6 million, just under $6 million or just over, depending on where you look, uh, of cap space going into free agency. And they have no first or second round draft pick this year. Yeah, so they, they, they've exactly, done terrible. How are they going to get better, right? So that's another wasted year if Deshaun so, Watson stays around. It makes sense for the so team you don't, you don't, to you don't, you don't believe In the Titanic, the captain goes down with the ship. Is Deshaun Watson not the captain? Is he not? No, is, is he the captain? the captain? He's not making any decisions. But, he's not listen. allowed to make personnel decisions. He's not allowed to make coaching decisions. If he, he was the captain, he would be. Imp- he signed oh. that extension after, after after Hopkins was gone. After they traded away their entire future, he was he didn't have to yeah. sign the extension. But yes, the, I understand, the, dude. The but money do you came. understand that when somebody hands you that much money, a check, and you come from the background that he comes from, it's really hard for you to say, you know what? No, I'm going to turn it down. I'm going to play out the the next two years of my contract. Hope I don't get hurt and hope I don't get screwed. So when I when it comes time for me to sign free, go to free agency and sign a contract, I'm not going to get franchise tagged 
or get screwed out in some so, other way. So you're agreeing with me. He just wanted his cake to eat it too. Here's how I want no, this. That's, that's exactly what you just said. No, uh, I'm saying it, it's in the, difficult in the, to turn down guaranteed money in that situation. Is it difficult to be a man of your word? Is it difficult to honor anything? Ask, or, ask or, or NFL teams, men of their word, when they yeah. sign their contracts? They no, cut, they, they cut, cut you players ben, all the time. Why does Ben Roethlisberger have to restructure his deal? He signed a contract. He has another yeah. year at forty something million. Why does he have to restructure his deal? Because yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers should be men of their word. They, they are. They're restructuring. They're not cutting them. They're not forcing them out. They learn. They're but learning. They, from but if he didn't restructure, they would have cut him. That's that's no, how that goes. No, no. Let's, they're not let's, okay, let's, but we we will we will get to Ben and Breeze because I there's there's definitely stories there. But um, let's let's reset here. Now I've been very vocal uh, both in the group chat and on this podcast that I don't think Watson is going to get traded. I still don't think I had it about a 99% chance he wasn't. I've dropped down to about 75% chance he isn't ha- he still isn't getting traded, but I'm starting to go in the opposite direction. What about you gentlemen? Do you, do you think has the door open for him to actually leave the organization? Not unless he restructures or ch- takes away his no no trade clause. But this is how this should play out. Uh, he should hold out, you know, try and make a stance. And the Texans should say, cool, don't show up. We're going to find you or we're going to sit your ass on the bench and we're going to ride this. Uh, we're going to ride all the way the first pick together and you're not going to see the field. They don't have the first pick next year. They traded that pick. <laughs> They're going through the year after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so Newman, Derek, so I, I'm, I'm Mark, Marcus, you, you don't think he's moving, right? Do you think he's staying put? He's definitely staying put. Unless, 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 unless he makes he, a move on those. I don't blame him at all for wanting out. And I think that you know he should be doing everything within his power within the CBA to force that leverage if he wants. I just don't think he has a lot of leverage. Because uh, I think the when the reality of the situation hits, like he's not going to sit out and hold out and, and miss out on that money. So um, I just don't see his that contract, happening. His contract for this year, he'd be missing out on $10 million, which – is you know a significant sum of money, but it's also not even close to where the big cap hit is. If he comes back and plays the next year, then he gets you know thirty million for each of those next two seasons. So in all in all honesty, if he's going to sit out a year, the year where he's only making ten million dollars is the better one to do it. I actually think that he's gone. I think that if he, the way if he that sits he, out, he it, it rolls over. If he doesn't play and he sits out, that contract sits going into the following season. So it would just be a completely wasted year. Make no money in your contract as void. They're, they're not going to not trade him. I don't think that this is a reparable situation in in Houston. I think that he has to go. And I think if you're Houston and you look at it from a perspective of okay, let's actually let's actually entertain the possibility that we do trade them, right? Because it does make sense to trade him. They're not good right now. If you have Deshaun Watson for a few more years, you're going to continue to have, sure, you're going to have a good, a really good quarterback, but you're not going to have a good team around him. So you're going to continue to lose games. How can we actually turn this team around quickly if we trade him, get some assets in here, and start building the team the right way, right? And so if you're has, a brand new to GM, will. Has if to you're a brand will, new GM, uh, that makes way more sense to me than trying to fuck with this situation that Bill, Bill O'Brien set up for you. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. You got two teams with multiple first-round draft picks that are picking in the top three, right? And they both have a quarterback they could give you. So if I want, I could say, give me the quarterback and give me three first-round picks. And they're going to say, eat my ass. Is that not (laughs) a disgruntled Deshaun Watson on your team uh, and, and no other players to play with him? So, so Newman, take take a take go out on a ledge because Derek's saying he isn't getting traded. I'm saying he isn't getting traded. I, Marcus I've is said, saying I've said he's going to get traded, and I've said that for for a few weeks now, a few months now. Actually, I've really honored the possibility. I think it makes the most sense to trade him. No, I think, I think it goes. makes the most sense too. But I think teams are stubborn, and it it's there's a lot of moving pieces. If there was ever year to get traded, um, I think there's five bona fide quarterbacks who who i think probably almost every team in the league feels like could lead a franchise this is the year to do it there's plenty of, you know of places to trade into and still get your quarterback early um but it's just a matter of uh, the, how's how's this qb market skewed this year with that stafford deal if if he goes for the, the compensation pack that he went for you, you have to think three first and i just nobody's is it worth is it worth it is is it purely is the value there yes probably but back to like that jamal adams thing is what team is in the position that has the you know the luxury of burning three first because that's all they need and and, not anybody where where the quarterbacks are coming here's where the answer is to that 
the Jets could easily trade three first round picks because guess what? Next year they would still have another first round pick, right? So they would be mortgaging this two years. Would you, if you told me, Hey, give me your first round draft pick for this year and I'll give you Deshaun Watson. You'd say yes. Right. Dolphins are the only one that makes sense. the The Jets have acquired a second first round pick for this year. Right. Sure. So they can say, we'll just trade two of our first round picks. It's just like most teams would be in place. Right. Accepting up all of our first round picks this year. Well, most teams would have to give up all their first round picks this year to get Watson. Then we're saying we're throwing an extra kicker in next year, which isn't even really our pick. It's Seattle's or it's ours, but we still have Seattle's pick. So we're still going to get to pick in the first round. That's your three first round draft picks. And then we trade you a player if you want it. Let's say they want Sam Darnold. You can, or, you know, whatever. And then the Jets flip Sam Darnold somewhere else and they acquire, you know, three seconds for him or something. Newman, this isn't Madden. Like, I mean, the scenario you just right. gave is you, Madden. The value back. Do you, do you get to the point, though, where you're like, man, that makes too much sense for the Houston Texans to pull it off? <laughs> I mean, uh, would I rather yeah, have... Incompetency is what they do. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, again, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not... Again, I said the door is open. The door is open, but Deshaun Watson still lines up week one, first drive for the Texans. And it's just super awkward. I don't think he says no to the money. I don't think the Texans trade him um, because of what Derek just said. I think that's a great way to to segue into the next conversation. Um, the The Texans don't have the uh, the wherewithal to be able to pull the, that, uh, that, that wizardry off. Um, speaking of wizardry. Um, have you guys seen JJ Watts, uh, tweets between him and TJ? Um, what, what are your guys' thoughts on, uh, their, their fun little Twitter banter and, uh, any predictions to where JJ Watt goes? Um, I think there's only really two spots. Um, really the Titans just to be like, oh, payback's a bitch or it comes to Pittsburgh for like a fifth of the money just to have the time with his brothers. Um, it's literally the only way that that can happen. Uh, but it won't be Green Bay. It won't be Chicago. <laughs> the Titans what? make the mo- Titans make the most sense. It won't be Green Bay. It won't be Chicago. What about uh, the Bills? What about Cleveland? Uh, fuck you, Cleveland. They've got enough names over there. <laughs> there, um, there, there was a Twitter rumor that he bought Tristan Thompson's house. Now it's already been debunked, but that that is how crazy fans are starting to get uh, already on social media. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Did you guys see this today? People are posting like Zillow reports that Justin J. Watt had bought Tristan Thompson's house. Uh, it's getting pretty crazy, and I think the Watt brothers are just absolutely well, eating it up right now. Well, you're, you're seeing like different things like, oh, look, uh, J.J.'s got a picture in his, in, on Twitter with a table. Bill's Mafia likes jumping through tables. He's going to <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty fun. It's pretty entertaining. Uh, I, I floated out last podcast that I think Tennessee makes too much sense. Uh, for the reasons Marcus said, I think he wants to. I think he wants to play the Texans twice a year. Uh, I think he wants to go to a team that has a lot of cap room that can pay him, and also wants to go to a, a competitor, which what Tennessee he, certainly is. What if he plays for the Titans, gets through, and hurts Deshaun? Oh, oh, that would uh, fuck. I and he, he gets up, he like wasted another year, bitch. <laughs> oh damn, that is uh, that is a hammer. Uh, speaking of wasting a year, um, the Saints can't really bring back Drew Brees, right? Like, can we just can we just put down this Brees rumor that he hasn't announced his retirement yet, and just say this is all just all a bunch of bullshit, or, or is no, there some smoke to this fire? He's re- he's retired. He already I think he's already restructured his deal to like save twenty million on the cap, like a captain does, and uh, and he's he's retiring. Yeah, I, I think so, but it makes this – it kind of handcuffs the Saints, right? Like, it puts the Saints in a really tough position because they're they're going to want to move on, but they're going to want to move on in good terms, right? They're, they're, they're want, they're, they want to make a nice, clean break. The more he drags this out really limits what the Saints can do. No, so, that's, just, that's, just, that's just officially. I, th- I think that clean break happened when they uh, his ribs broke into his lungs. Um, so he, he's, he's not playing next year. He's retiring. Well, we we talked about it on this podcast. You were here um, when 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 it got when we talked about it. He looked like a player that wanted to come back after he threw those interceptions in that fourth quarter. Uh, that fourth quarter, he, on the sidelines, he looked so disappointed, and that isn't the way he wants to go out. To where Drew brought up the the season I forgot Brett Favre's last season that I completely forgot existed. Brett Favre came back for one more year and was completely horrible. Um, could we could we see Drew Brees make that same mistake? 
No, there's no, he's, he's, he's done. I think if Brady wasn't playing five years and he could retire on top and everything, there's a chance, but he's, there's no way. There's no way. No chance. No, Derek Newman, you on the same thing. The breeze, the breeze story is a non-story. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. It, he looked absolutely terrible last year. And I mean, I don't think he's like Brett Favre. I don't think he's going to be willing to, you know, send a bunch of unsolicited dick pics to cover up and <laughs> pur- purge from our memory that he had a terrible last season. Now we just remember the, the, the other end. Do you think he's bigger or smaller than Brett Favre? Smaller oh, yeah, for sure. Down there. <laughs> yeah. He- he went to Purdue, dude. Then Purdue, Small, Purdue smaller for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> talking about big things, uh, let's move to Ben Roethlisberger, um, uh, and let's go to uh, Marcus. Who uh, I know you got your thoughts on what the Steelers should do with Big Ben. Uh, I mean, honestly, I've I've been pretty open about it. Uh, you, you have to let him finish out, uh, but the best way to do it is re-sign him, extend him. Shift that guaranteed money over four years, save some money on the cap this year. All the pieces have lined up that way thus far. Uh, that's just what's going to happen. Um, and they're going to save another $20 million or so plus, maybe closer to $25, 30 this year, and have some dead money in the f- uh, few years coming up. Uh, it's no surprise there. Yeah, D- Derek, the Steelers bring Ben Roethlisberger back next year. Are they even a 500 team? Oh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Uh, I think they have some glaring holes. I, I think what they should do is just throw them a really nice big party, a uh, nice retirement party, and, and set them off you know, that way. Um, if and They need some fundamental changes if Ben Roethlisberger is going to be successful, and that does not include throwing the ball 50 times in any game. Um, this the wide receiver core. I mean, just drops everywhere. And uh, that's sometimes – we've talked about that before. Like That, that becomes habitual. Um We've seen Ebron do that his entire career. He's had a, a huge issue with drops, and now it seems to be permeating through the rest of that that roster. Uh, with question marks on Juju Smith-Schuster, what he's going to do next year. They have to replace some guys up front. Uh, Ali looks terrible. Pouncey's gone. Yeah, they lose sixty percent of their line, which which is a yeah. good thing. I mean, they have one of the worst lines in the league. So I'm not saying that as as a good or bad thing. It's There's, actually but, but, but all of the lines are one position where you're like the odds of going to find a guy or even especially three people in the draft that can come in and contribute is, is almost zero. Yeah. Yep. No, like for Qu- sure. And Quinn Nelson's don't just fall off the tree every day. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Newman, <laughs> you're, 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 you're our uh, resident cap genius. Uh, and, and you, you can, uh, you can find moves out of nowhere. What do you think the Steelers do? What, what is the most advantageous, uh, advantageous situation that they should lead to go into next season? Well, yeah. So they definitely need to create some cap room. Um, you obviously aren't going to be able to get everything you need done done with the negative cap situation you have. Um, <clears throat> with Pouncey, uh, they're at a negative cap situation. So, I mean, it's kind of it, it's pretty obvious that they have to do that. Um, they obviously are going to lose some other uh, some other guys are going to come off there. Um, I think uh, that you mentioned Joe Hayden is a guy who's who's very likely going to be gone. Um, and, and the cap hit on him is not going to be super heavy. I would get rid of uh, Eric Ebron because, as you mentioned, he's worthless. Um, but then you've got you've got some other guys in here that you can definitely like reduce the impact. You don't need Chris Boswell as your kicker, uh, and you can get out from pretty much uh, majority of his cap hit, I think. Um, yeah, but I mean, that, so, as soon as those, as soon as those kickers that aren't all pro level, as soon as that cap mm-hmm. hit starts to get creep up to two, three million dollars plus, yeah, that just becomes an easy, easy cut there. I mean, Chris Boswell's fine. You know, he, he's a he's a fringe pro bowler. He's consistent, but you don't when that cap million cap hit starts to get to three million dollars, you just can't pay that. You only pay an all pro for that. Uh, right, let's, um, let's, let's let's stick with our quarterbacks and go into where our free agent moves here. In the let's let's finish strong here. We're done talking about the Steelers. They're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah awesome so so i mean i guess if you want to stay with quarterbacks you want to stay with your favorite quarterback marcus um let's talk about the alex smith getting kind of mad with what his coach said and how his organization treated him so are you standing up for your boy alex smith no fucking chance uh <laughs> he's been bitching forever he's he's just a subpar guy that's been lucky to have great defenses for the majority of his career um, still, I'm still glad he broke his leg. I wish you'd have did it again. He didn't deserve his, uh, didn't deserve his record. Didn't deserve his wife. 
doesn't deserve any of his accolades. Um, and yeah, he's just, he should just be happy that uh, uh, Haskins happy. is that bad that he got to slide in and still looks subpar with another ex- excellent defense. Happy he has his leg. Let's 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 not you know let, let's keep that. Um, I I don't know. I mean this. It's it's a weird story, you know. I mean Rivera's comments, his response. I mean it makes it an awkward situation. Um, I mean this certainly means he's done in Washington, right? Like there's no way he can come back into that locker room. Cam right Newton's there. going to Washington. Uh, uh, I, 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 I doubt just, that. I I think this is one of those situations where like the truth is just awkward. Um, yeah. Nothing Rivera said was wrong. I think a healthy Kyle Allen does exactly what Alex Smith did or better. I mean, it's a feel-good story. The guy came back. He, you know, was life-threatening injury. He wasn't supposed to play football. Was able to come back and, and got on a football field. Played NFL football. He didn't play NFL football very well. Is there going to um, be a Disney movie made out of it? Probably. I won't watch it. <laughs> probably, but but like again, he he didn't play well. They didn't win because of him. Um. I think Kyle Allen could have replaced that. I mean, you look at all of a sudden they, they put in what's this what was the guy in the uh, Taylor Heineke. Oh, oh Heineke, Heineke in the playoff game and dudes all over the place with the same yeah, you know, so defense. Same, they I actually the like I actually like Heineke better than I like Kyle Allen. Yeah. Um, if you look at what they actually did when they were on the field, uh, Kyle Allen oh, yeah. was, was a negative too. So I mean, Alex Smith wasn't a positive, but Kyle Allen was was worse in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think Alex Smith's definitely gone. Uh, I think they can get out from under his deal pretty easily. There's no reason to keep him there um, if he's going to be, you know, a bad locker room contributor, which based on these comments, it sounds like he would be. So, yeah, this is definitely a situation where he moves on. Uh, do you think he ever plays again? That being no, the case. Nobody, nobody signs him whatsoever. Um, but so what does Washington do? Do you think they roll with Heineke next year? Do you think they take a take a risk on on some of these free agent quarterbacks? What what is like Derek, which what is the best situation that even if Washington could do whatever they wanted, what would be their play right now to go into next year? I think in their situation, give Heineke a shot. I, I, I don't you – know, they sign him to an extension. Maybe bring in a vet guy, somebody that, that gets displaced by one of these teams that drafts a quarterback. Um, bring in kind of some veteran leadership behind him that's not Alex Smith and and go with that and see if you can get – you know if you found something. Did, did, a, did making the playoffs leader. did making the playoffs actually hurt Washington? I think if they didn't make it and they had a top 10 pick, I definitely think they could have been a team to shop that pick to go get a – uh, a future signal caller. Um, you know, I, I think it was. I don't, good- I don't know. I mean, playoff experience is playoff experience. They they went toe to toe with the Bucks right to the end, who ended up winning the Super Bowl. I think that can do a lot for a young team. If this was a veteran team, um, at that point, who cares? They've, they've probably been to the, the playoffs before. But to bring in Chase Young to have that defense perform the well the way that they did, and then kind of get that momentum, I think it could set them off in the right direction. Are they the best team going into the NFC West next year? I think they have. I think they. I think they have the highest floor. Yeah, which is why I think they got to go. I think they got to make a move at quarterback. I don't think they can go forward with Heineke. I don't think they can go forward with Kyle. I I think. I think they need to go do something um, and and go capitalize on the division being the worst division in football. um, Because I mean, the next best team is the Giants in that division. Um, Yeah, I think. I think they need to capitalize on this window. Which is why, and I don't, I don't think that's Tyler Heineke or Taylor Heineke. Newman, what, what, what do you think about that take? I like. Uh, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick would be a good fit there. I don't know if we discussed that last last week or at some point in time. Um, here's why he's a good fit because he he's the opposite of Alex Smith. He can actually and is willing to uh, take risks, take, take yeah. some shots, and 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 make some throws. Um, they've got a good defense, so you know they have the ability to. Uh, take care of that i mean i I hear you say that it's not a good option derek but uh have you actually got a name name that you're willing to put in there so the reason i think that fitzpatrick's a terrible option is because i don't think you want all the distraction and and nonsense that comes with that fans getting into the fitz magic thing and believing that oh my god he's had his his his, you know obligatory two good games and now he's going to be our savior and then he falls apart just like he does every single year every single place he's ever been um, I don't think you want to get tied into that when you're trying to push forward for for. I mean, they have it in Miami, and they just took a guy first overall, or you know, 
in the first round of the draft, and now they have people calling for Fitzpatrick to take a, to be the, the quarterback in Miami because he played better. Stud for two <laughs> games. For two games. I mean, at the time when they decided to make the move to Tua, I don't think that you would say that there was any reason that Miami was losing games because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick has gotten no shortage of opportunities in the NFL, and he's not a starting quarterback. I, I 100% Why? agree with you. Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> is going to start a football game somewhere there for some team. Yeah, he's. I, I don't. I wouldn't want him around because he's bad luck, man. Everywhere he goes to be the backup, he ends up being the starter. Like, why the fuck do you want that in your locker room? Right? Well, well, here's the, the, the opposite of a quarterback I'm whisperer. Saying, he's a quarterback curse. I'm right. saying <laughs> bring him in to be the starter, so you're not uh, worrying about him displacing anybody. It, he may tootle. Uh, you know, you may use some tutelage on Taylor Heineke. Um, but I mean, let, me, what what other options do you really think would be would be reasonable fits in terms of sending them to Washington. I would see how some things shake out. I think there's going to be some guys who are either available through trade or some guys that get cut based on the draft and, and teams deciding to go quarterback. I think Jimmy G gets traded or cut. I, I think Jimmy G would be a better pick uh, than Fitzpatrick. Do you think, do you think any chance they trade into the top 10 or top 12 or even just trade up to go get a quarterback in this class? I mean that's a team that could. I, I think that the the needs. No that they one's have talking out, about it. Literally, no one's talking about them. Being I think that team. I think the needs that they have outside of quarterback are needs they you can find elsewhere. They need a power running back. You can get those. You can get an undrafted free agent. Mm, bring, bring, bring in Deshaun. But back to Fitzpatrick. You know need it between the tackle guy. Do, do you think? I, uh, I don't think that they need a running back. I think Antonio Gibson was just fine last year. Do, between do the tackles, that when, uh, he, he ran everywhere. Trash. Okay. Do you think when uh, Fitzpatrick's in there and they're like, hey, we want you to mentor these young guys? Do you think he's like, yeah, this is a cover four, four seams? Do you think that's why he, he's starting now? Like he's teaching all these young guys not how to like read coverage? Uh, yeah. I mean, a, lo- a lot of I see for Washington, I see a lot of wide receiver. I see a lot of corner. Uh, I see a lot of, uh, I, you know, I, I see I see things that I think you can honestly get into later rounds. I, I see nothing that you can get wide receivers. You can get DBs. Um, I mean, honestly, those are probably two of the biggest draft position busts, wide receivers and DBs. So I, I, I I'm saying it. That's that's kind of my big uh, draft thing. Is I, I want the I want the Redskins to move and and move and trade I, up. And I, honestly, Deshaun Deshaun trade makes a lot of sense. That's exactly now. what I was just gonna say. That's now, that's now, a now team, that we're talking about it. That's a team that I think is in a position to say, all right, we'll give, we'll give up our first for the next three years and go get Deshaun. I think you plug Deshaun into that situation. Solid. That's a good team. That's a oh, really that's a top team. five team in the league. I mean, they're already a top five defense. Um, yeah, I mean, him and Terry, and then and that that running back out of Memphis that Newman loves. Um, I'm Kenny Gibson. Kenny Gibson. I'm forgetting his name. Yeah, Gibson, Gibson's son. And in the in the way that they're changing the culture in Washington, he'll probably get a uh, saying like the team name change. I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you what. If they left it like fan voting to like what because the, their 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 journey and everything's online. But if we could do like a write in ballot for the what their name should be. I'd write in Redskins in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, let's move from one horrible organization Anyways. to the other. Uh, let's go to the NFLPA because uh, uh, Demora Smith was in the news. Um, does somebody want to break down the situation because it's it's kind of messy and kind of hard to understand? So somebody yeah. talk to me like I'm a five year old. All right, so um, it's it's just more like annoying and frustrating. Obviously, he's in the headlines and he he, he always like has seemed to find a way to piss off one side or the other. And he's like, he's just going back, and he's playing ping pong with who he's going to piss off. Um, and it's either the players or the the owners. Uh, basically, and is notoriously anti-player. So, uh, yeah, well, I I just don't like seeing teams have to uh, pay too much money. Kind of like uh, I think the Mets are paying Bobby Bonilla for the next fourteen years still. Do you <laughs> but, think uh, uh, Marcus would be at the, the the picket lines trying to bash in some heads for the uh, for the management side there if they if they went on strike? Oh, for sure. Uh, I, I don't. I, there's not much I'm going uh, with pickets for, unless it's like for free blowjobs. I'll be there. Um, so basically, the salary cap. Uh, obviously, we know that it's dropping down instead of going up every single year. It's dropping down 180 million. Uh, Dean Marie Smith just came out and he's like, "Hey, agents, collude with each other so these guys aren't getting shorted on money." So we're so basically, even though there's a shortage of available dollars, he's like, "Hey, get get everyone paid more than they're worth." And the problem is. There's not enough money. There's going to be some big name free agents that are going to be sitting out there having to play for 
veteran minimum because no one can afford uh, even real food in the stands anymore. Ed. Yeah, so I think we're going to see a lot of one-year deals. Uh, this cap, the, the cap number reducing is is not expected to be a long-term thing. It's kind of a, expected to be a, almost a one-off. We will see what happens uh, in terms of you know how that moves forward. But, I mean, th- you're going to see a lot of veterans that are released, and we've already seen a bunch. Uh, Ricardo Allen, starter, Trey Boston, starter, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Christian Kirksey, Rick Wagner, like all these guys were starters for their respective teams and are already on the market. And I expect there to be a lot more, especially uh, we're talking about trying to create cap space to sign other guys. So, yeah. And, and we're talking starting caliber and the, to pro bowl caliber players, you know, obviously mm-hmm. you'll sprinkle in some all pros, but like very talented guys that the money's just not there. So it's just the wrong time to even talk about Kalu. Yeah. Yeah. They're all going to end up there for orange juice. Uh, collusion's <laughs> illegal. Uh, but uh, you know, it's just the way it works. Yeah, I, mean, I get I get where he's coming from because uh, you've seen it happen in baseball, where where for whatever reason the DH has been completely extremely undervalued the last few seasons. So you see certain positions you know deteriorate. So I think they're worried about some of that happening league wide. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be recommending that people do things that are against the CBA. I would be more along Newman's lines. Hey, just sign one year deals, and you know when it bounces back, we'll. we'll Go get yeah. all the money. Re- reset the market a little bit. Um, I'm going to talk about the, uh, the the cap floor, cap ceiling. I think it's really hamstringing the entire offseason right now. Have any of you guys heard of a timeline of, of when they're going to actually announce what that's going to be? Because so many teams, you know, obviously I'm a Steelers fan. They're really waiting on a lot of these moves to find out what they're going to do. So have any of you guys know of a timeline? It's it's going to be it's going to be whatever. So the the free agent period is supposed to start on March 17th. Uh, typically there was that that was the allowed collusion period, right? The three I expect the CBA announcement in terms of the actual dollars to come in sometime within a week of that. So yeah, I, I'd so we got about 2 weeks. You're 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 Newman, you're giving it about 2 weeks until we find out the cap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the official season starts in a couple of weeks, and I think I think that's when that's their deadline to crunch those final numbers because you have to go into the season knowing what your money's going to be. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. And do you think the dominoes start rolling pretty quickly? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be an absolute madhouse there there from about mid March to. Uh, to end of March. I think we are going to be seeing like, that's going to be the true March madness. I'm a college basketball guy, but the March madness is going to be the, the moving and the shaking of teams uh, in the NFL. Um, yeah. yeah. You've got to get, you've got to get your guys a deal before, um, before teams run out of money essentially. So um, that that's, it's going to come in in that way. It's teams are teams can very much so hardball if they want to uh, and just drive down. If they have similar players asking for, you know, who will, who's going to sign for less money. So um, there's there's some of that. Obviously, there is a minimum. So it's not like these guys are going to be left out in the wind completely. But um, a good agent may try to find some some additional bonus or other types of um, you know uh, incentive contracts that they can hit. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of incentive laden deals just in general. Yeah, uh, for sure. No, I, I agree. I think I think I think you and you and Derek hit the nail on the head there, saying that I think there's going to be a lot of short term deals that I, and like Marcus saying, I think the short term deals are going to happen fast. Uh, but let's let's stay on the topic of of signing people and, and caps, and let's go into the comments that got Kevin Mather uh, fired. Uh, but he said a lot of true things. I mean, what he said wasn't wrong. He just said what organizations can't say. He also said some horrible, terrible stuff. Um, but again, let's 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 unless anyone else, anyone else have any NFL stuff they want to talk about um, before we move move MLB no. here. No, I'm 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 good with the uh, the NFL. There's some things I'd like to say to uh, Derek and Newman right now, but I, I don't want to ha- I don't want to have to apologize and get kicked off of this pod. So you know, this is all because- virtual. This is all virtual. They can't hurt you, buddy. They can't well, hurt you. Well, now if you offend anybody, your whole life's ruined. But you're canceled. You're absolutely like, canceled. Like, like if you're Pat Sajak, and you and you say myth or thee, you say one free <laughs> word and like fire him. Well, I mean, speaking of comments that are getting people in trouble, Kevin. And Kevin Mather just, you know, went up to some rotary club. They thought it was behind closed doors. 
Nothing Dave, is behind closed is doors. Probably you idiot. brutal honesty. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously. Let's see. I mean, Big Ben last year. Uh, this is a little bit worse than uh, saying you don't drink or porn anymore, right? Um, but yeah, so Kevin Mother comes out there and he basically says that you know he's not real happy with the way that some of uh, his some of his organization doesn't speak English real good basically is what it comes down to. Um, am well. Amongst that, he also talked about literally manipulating service time for a player like Jared Kalanick, who's one of the to, top To me, I think that's what got him fired. Yes. I, I, that, that's, that's the inside thing. You don't say that outside. Well, uh, we all know service time manipulation is going on. The Blue Jays are notorious at it. The Rays get kind of the, sketchy with it. But the Cubs him, did it with Chris Bryant. The Cubs did it with a lot of their upcoming the, prospects. The, the, there's, there's, it's a twofold issue. In the primary being arbitration. So these guys... Yeah aren't getting credit for the numbers that they're producing and they aren't getting credit for, for major league service because their service time is being manipulated and it's not a lot. It's illegal. And we all know it's happening, but this fucking idiot decided to say that they're doing it intentionally. The pipe, the pirates have done it for the past decade. I mean, they did it with Gary yeah. Cole. They did every, it every team does it, but, but you can't say so. So the way that teams get around it is they say, for instance, we use the pitcher. He said, no matter what, he's not going to be up. Some people think 2021, 2022, you won't see him on, on in, in, he kept referring to the stadium, T-Mobile Park. You won't see him in T-Mobile Park until 2023. So when you go to an arbitrator and they say, hey, I should have been called up, the organization can say, oh, he was still, we were still working on a curveball or he's still working on a third pitch. He just wasn't quite there, wasn't quite pro ready. Now you're saying out in the open, no matter what this guy does, he will not see the, major leagues until 2023 that's another sunk conversation when it comes to arbitration it's yeah, not because yeah. of a fucking curveball it's because you're a fucking sleazebag <laughs> well and then there's also the, the one that to lean on especially with position players is his defense just isn't ready yet right exactly um i believe chris bryant's defense was not ready yet and then literally the next day after they gained the year the guy who was playing third base got hurt and uh, Chris Bryant was immediately called up and went on to win Rookie of the Year, followed by an MVP season the next year. And so he wasn't, he wasn't ready. Right. Um, his defense wasn't there, but it didn't matter because that was fixed within 11 days. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, so everyone does it. So, I mean, does, does the now that that's been said, even though us four, all baseball fans know it, does is that going to be a problem? Do we see a change here? Or does this story get buried when the season starts and, and we completely forget about that the that the Kate that the I mean, box is they're gonna, the the Seattle prospects play they're going to win their arbitration cases. Uh, any any players that were named specifically in that will have more power at arbitration for sure. Um, the other things too, though, is even the TV deal. He's like, oh, we're punching a little bit above our weight for a comparable market. He's literally telling this Rotary Club that their 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 TV deal is too lucrative. So when they go negotiate with the TV the company next time, they're like, "Hey, uh, remember when you guys said this? Yeah, we're not giving you that much money next time." Well, it also makes it harder to cry poor, which all teams do. Right? They're not making tons and millions of millions and billions of dollars off their off their TV revenue, right? So it's like, oh, you know, we uh, we didn't quite hit it last year because you know market and such and such it's like okay well now you just told us that your market is paying you more than it probably should and so now we know that you actually are making more money than you think you should be making uh and you're inside the organization so there's the, that this is the same um, guy who's bitching about paying seventy five thousand dollars a year for a translator so right. one of one of their one of their pitchers needed a translator while he played and he's bitching that they was oh it cost an extra seventy five thousand on top of his salary and now that we offered him to come back at a coach he said there's no translator now he can speak english yeah, he could speak conversational English the whole time. The translator's there, so he feels more comfortable. Would you not want that guy to perform as best he could? And for when he's talking to the fucking media, so he's not searching for words and saying the wrong thing on record on you know to the media, and then you get pissed off that he said something he shouldn't have said. Like that's why the translator's there. So it, conversationally in the in the in the ballpark, he's fine. And Newman and I thing. hit it on Newman and I hit it on uh, on Saturday last Saturday when we were talking about this. So Marcus and Marcus and Derek, I want your guys's. Uh, just, uh, just one second, Brandon. Sticking with Mother, this is not his first incident. He's had multiple other acts of discretion that have been, you know, uh, reported. So this is not his first, you know, strike. And that is probably another big reason as to why he's gone. No, I'm, I'm totally staying on this topic, Newman. You and I were talking about, you know, just the MLB being arguably ran the worst out of all the professional leagues. Um, you said it was pretty close between the NHL and and. And, and MLB and that we both agreed the NFL and, and NBA are far, so far above the others. 
Um, do you do we see the MLB doing anything here with the problems we just discussed with their marketing problems? Um, you know, can can MLB fix itself at all? So, so here's so here's one thing. Um, you mentioned what does it do in terms of the uh, you know the players and and how can they fight back on these comments? These comments definitely arm the players and. Come next year, next March, there is going to be, uh, you know, collective bargaining agreement is up and they have to renegotiate. Right. So this is one of those things where it's like they've been trying. They've been having back and forth that they're agreeing to every year and they're and they're, they're trying little things where, for instance, Major League Baseball actually tried to be like, hey, yeah, sure, we'll give you the DH, but you got to give us extended playoffs. And the players are like, well, we're not getting a big enough cut of the expanded playoffs, so we're not going to uh, give you the DH when it makes perfect sense for you to give us the DH all around. Um, but so there's all those kinds of tactics. Well, this definitely arms the, the MLB Players Association, which is the best union um, in terms of getting their players what they need. So it's to me, it's just one of those things where it's like um, it's going to make it much more difficult for MLB to negotiate come next year. Uh, so, yeah, I do expect I do expect to see that uh, that that be taken into consideration during those negotiations. I think arbitration is going to change completely. Uh, I think that's a big that, that's the reason we're not getting the DH. The players want the DH, but the owners know they want it and they're not willing to give that chip up yet. Let's be um, real. The owners want the DH. Everybody want to see pitchers hitting. They don't want to see pitchers hitting. They want some guy bashing the ball over every, the wall. Everybody that's, wants. That's everybody wants the DH, money. but the players are, are. They know that they don't have very many bargaining chips, so they're trying to hold that one as long as they can. Uh, that's yep. the only reason we're not seeing a DH. That, that's inevitable. Give me um, Mike Hampton. But, but the right now the way that arbitration works is is the team has control for six years, which is longer than any other sport as far mm-hmm. as having control. Um, and, it, and it's not like it's in the NHL where there's. And then an if you fidget, it's actually basically if you if you wait the eleven days. Exactly, which every team does. And you're and about twenty four at that time. Oh no! With these guys, some of these Nobody's guys don't breaking cr- into the big leagues at eighteen, buddy. Yeah, only like Juan Soto. Like <laughs> uh, these these guys, you're talking about control into their thirties. That the team has control, and it's not like the, it's the NHL where they, you know they're restricted free agent. Other teams can still place an offer sheet. They go to arbitration. They say, "Hey, this is what somebody else comparable do you get paid?" And we're talking like a couple million. Like arbitration yeah. cases are usually very low, uh, so way yeah, below it, market. You guys know way more about this than I do. You you guys do sound hopeful that the MLB is moving in the right direction. That the players are are you know that that pendulum is swinging a little bit more towards the players. Um, let's move. Let's move into a sport that did make a change to make their sport more fun, and, and, and that's the NHL. I think I think they they made rules to cater to offense. They changed up how they do overtime, um, and I think we've had a really fun NHL season this year. Um, Mark, our Marcus, you're a big Penguins fan. Derek and Newman, you guys are you guys are Rays fans. Um, what do you guys have thought about this NHL season so far? Lightning fans too. Yeah, lightning. Oh, fans lightning too. fans. I'm sorry. Uh, defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. <clears throat> I, I, I honestly I forgot about them already. The, the, the fourth place uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I, I think all things considered, they've done really well this season. Um, it's just different. Uh, you know, obviously some some pieces are kind of out of whack as far as the divisions go, but it can't be perfect. Uh, I, I've got no complaints with anything that's going on. I think I think they've done uh, about as well as they can with everything going on. Uh, it's been fun. It's really weird seeing the same teams over and over. Uh, I make, love it. I think they it's, keep it. It's, it's like I, playoff hockey all over. Yeah. No. So Derek, you don't like this playing the same team thing. I, I don't. Do. I don't mind the same team over and over again. I just don't. If they keep it, I'm okay with four divisions. I'm not okay with these four divisions. Yeah. Why, um, why is that? Because the Lightning are are in fourth place in the no, worst I'm not division. Worried. No, the Lightning. No, the reason the Lightning are are doing poorly is they've had a few key injuries that are that are not great, um, and they've been having the same position. Is it twelve and twelve and four is poorly too, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. This, this is this is poorly, and that's the big thing. They've only played sixteen games, so there's still a lot of rust. They're still not very. Uh, on, they're not on the same page. There's not a lot of synergy going yet, um, but that'll come with more games. I'm not, I'm not worried about them at all. Uh, the reason I say no is because, for instance, the Canadian division is fucking garbage. Yeah, like you're seeing Austin Matthews scoring a goal a game because nobody plays fucking defense in that division. 
And yeah, so, so that was I think that's my question. Like, <laughs> they, they don't I, deserve the 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 playoff team. The number of playoff teams they're going to get. Yeah, yeah. I think ultimately it has to change. I'm fine with divisions, but you still need to rotate. But like Matthews is obviously talented, but is is it are his numbers being overinflated? Because I mean, just I think it was 17 game point streak and 16 goals in those 17 games. That's just insane. Like no nobody, matter nobody, how, nobody's playing defense. It's 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 wild. I love it though, guys. It's so much fun. I mean, if you listen to me on my uh, on my gambling show or or the couple of times Marcus and I have talked to NHL, this is, in my opinion, the most fun NHL season because nobody's playing defense. The teams are still getting to know each other. I mean, it's it's been so much fun. Uh, they hate each other. Yeah, I mean, the, the rivalries are coming back. The scoring's up. I mean, this season has been one of the most enjoyable seasons for me to watch. It's 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 been fun. I think I'd still like to see like the playoff format go like to the original like, top sixteen teams go from there. I think that'd be interesting. Um, but uh, it's funny that you mentioned uh, your favorite to watch because a lot of people aren't able to watch it. Oh, so just uh, with uh, this season. So well, what's good with me is uh, through my football, I'm actually using uh, Ann Shannon's zip code. So um, I get every Pens game. Uh, I don't get any Lightning games here. Actually, I got some uh, Wilkes Bar and Scranton uh, minor league hockey last night. That was cool. Nice. The uh, Penguins are on national TV like once a week, so it's it's been pretty nice. Uh, I'm 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 very much enjoying it. Um, you know, it's Derek. We we talked about this a ton last year at this time. Uh, actually, pretty much through most of the season, uh, with a team that was actually relatively similar record with Tampa. Everyone's like, "Fire the coach!" But you didn't have that title backing you like they do now. So, like, I know you were confident still, but there's no questions. And uh, even though there's you know, a couple games are they missed, but obviously fourth fourth in the bit. It's early, but it's it's a fun talking point. But like at this point, if it was last season without the title under the belt, though everyone would be like, fire everyone. Like you yeah. shouldn't be in fourth place. Also, update they're a game, a point behind Florida and are currently tied for second with Carolina in the division. So uh, that, you, who knows you, who knows you how can that's gonna age all you want. Who knows you how can, that's gonna age? You can exaggerate uh, all you want. Well, they, 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 point, and I think they have and they, they have, have a the game or two points in, in the league. Yeah. So let's let's talk about things that another big talking point um, and kind of polarizing is outdoor games. Um, I, I think they're very dangerous. I think I think they've lost. They've outstayed their welcome. I'd be cool with never seeing another outdoor game uh, ever I, again. I love them, but they have to be more careful with with when they happen, how they happen. Um, I think it needs to be in a place where they can maintain the quality of the ice better, and I think it needs to be the part of the year where they can. They're guaranteed to have the appropriate weather because Lake Tahoe, Lake Lake Tahoe was was beautiful, gorgeous. Right, uh, that ice was dog shit. Extremely dangerous. <laughs> Extremely dangerous. Like literally, um, like standing water on the ice. They had to stop it a bunch of times to treat the ice. Like it, it was just stunning. Should have happened in in November. How December. many are they, are they doing? Four now? Are they doing five? I mean, they're doing a lot of them. The stadium now, series, right? they do a lot of them. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. And again, I'm okay with like having four of them. I think you do one. No, one. They do put, one a year. They do one. Want, a year. If you want to do it like Christmas Day, do a Christmas Day. If you want Perfect. to do a New Year's Day, do a New Year's Day. You know, spread out around the holidays, but get them all in between like Christmas and yeah. the third week of January. Just just yeah. have one, one a week for cold. four weeks. I'd, I'd yeah. like to see like I'd like them to see it get hammered with snow during the game. That'd be kind of cool. I'm cool um, with that too. But uh, I, snow's fine. But the, yeah. but yeah, the the sun beating that, on the ice. That happened. In, it was probably like five years ago. The Blackhawks played the Penguins in an outdoor game, 2014, 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, that it, was the one that was at the Tiger Stadium, right? Yeah, and it, and it snowed, and it was or it might have been Notre Dame. It may have been Notre Dame. Oh, okay. Either Notre Dame or, or it, it was Michigan or Indiana. I, I forget. I was in. Uh, it was in February because I was in Mardi Gras in St. Louis. Uh, but the, the snow came down for that game, um, and the and that was that was like peak Blackhawks. So I was bad for the Penguins. I think I think the coolest thing about that was actually having that outdoor game with no fans because like the other outdoor games have a ton of fans. Like it looks cool in the arena, but out there it's just like, it's like you're playing NHL. Uh, when one of the uh, threes pick me up games, like no fans yeah. anywhere, like, but like professional athletes. I thought that was uh, just cool as hell to see. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And any other, any other thoughts on, uh, on the NHL? Go yeah. Uh, why the fuck hasn't Tampa played a, a stadium series game yet? Like a, an outside, an outdoor game. They haven't played a, a single outdoor game. Uh, they've been a premier team the entire time, and the fucking Vegas just got one. Like, there's there's no argument that you can put against Tampa getting one that that 
qualifies Vegas for one. I think, oh, I think they, should play in they should play in Tampa. Title no, Town I, I, doesn't no, get I, there. I'm completely okay with us being the away team for this because I don't think there's any time of the year. Again, talking about you know, the quality of ice and safety. There's no time of the year where you for sure know it's going to be cold down here. But, I mean, at least let us be the fucking away team. We can't yeah. play, like, Boston and Fenway or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I'm sure they have to have the tech out by now, but how cool would it be to see, like, a Stanley Cup game outside in Tampa with, like, frozen ice just being, like, pumped to the ice so it's frozen underneath. Everything's drenched in sweat because it's 110 out. They can barely play indoor games in Tampa during the Stanley yeah. Cup. The humidity, is, like the ice, gets real sketch. I remember yeah. we uh, when we when we in 04, we played against Calgary, and the stark contrast of the quality of ice in 2004 in in Tampa with the ability to keep humidity out and the technology that was available in 2004 versus going back up to Calgary. It, it was like night and day the quality of the ice. You're like, oh yeah, this is a Tampa game. You can tell immediately because the ice just looks like shit. <laughs> Yeah. Last last topic here. Uh, then we'll wrap things up. I uh, wanted to talk a little bit of college football. Um, you got you got Deion Sanders's debut. Uh, you got FCS football going on. You have North well, North Dakota State do it again, and then you got rec- college recruiting being basically dead to, to COVID. Do uh, do you guys have any any comments on on any of those topics? How do you feel about SCS playing right now, heading into the NFL draft time? Like those guys are draftable. A couple of those guys get drafted every year. So somebody goes out and gets a, gets an injury right now. Like, well, a lot of the players that are draft eligible for the FCS that actually have a good wow. chance of getting drafted have opted out. And have they? Decided, okay. Yeah. So you, you're not going to see too much of that. Most of them are going to be the younger, i.e., Trey Lance. For instance, yeah. Trey Lance, who is you know uh, North Dakota State's quarterback. Um, yep. That's why they played the one basically exhibition game um, and then there's a couple teams that actually pay it played as some pickups i think like i think jacksonville state was like a hey put us on a schedule somewhere if you need a fill-in like we'll come and play um i i kind of like i always like having spring football because who who doesn't like watching extra football and it's going to help us with our gambling stuff because we'll be able to include it on the on that pod um but yeah, uh, as long as it I, isn't any xfl bullshit Right, yeah. in, we we all hate the XFL along with oh, Ryan. XFL was great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, just mad you didn't get to go any games. XFL was yeah, phenomenal. exactly. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm not going to touch on uh, too many things with Dion, but let, first off, let's just talk about how smart he is. Uh, obviously, he's made a huge splash. Like he had a top recruiting class for like Division One to bring it over to Jackson State as a one double A team. Um, they've fucking steamrolled their opponent, fifty three nothing, and. That's not even his recruiting class in there. Um, so, so do you think when he wins a couple national championships, do you think he makes the jump to Division One? Well, I think first what you're going to see is after they win the national title, the 2021 to 22 season, um, I think you're going to see a home and away with Florida State come 23, 24. And I think he's going to go in there and beat Florida State. Uh, and... And I mean, you know, it's just funny because he's obviously you'd hate to see it. You'd absolutely you'd, hate to see hate it. To, I, well, I, let's like, be realistic here. Um, these schedules are predetermined ten years out, so like he not, he's not getting on Florida State schedule, nor would Florida not, State agree to not, play not him. Ten years, it'll uh, be four or five years. You no, get a home man. away. They they push those things way down the line. Like people are, I mean, Florida State's already agreed to play like Georgia in like eight years from now. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, going back to the Dion thing, I think that he absolutely will be in D one probably within a few years, uh, two to three, he'll probably wait till both of his kids get out, get, get away from, uh, that school. That way he doesn't, you know, least, um, but after that, yeah, he's definitely going to probably find his way into a mid major job, um, uh, after like a group of five, as they call it. Uh, and then fr- go from there um, in, in order to get to a power five if he really wants to. Imagine him coaching at UF. Man, would that, that sting to send? He, that, he wouldn't that do it. I, uh, I, he I wouldn't can see him in a couple of years like, like a Miami, Ohio, or like a Marshall, or like a you know a school like in that that category. I think there's no chance it's going to be somewhere that small. It's either it's either going to be a big time program or he's going to keep bumping up the old rich tradition of Jackson you know, State and other you know, HBCUs. Do you know where I like to see him? I like to see him in Miami. Oh, that was the other school I was going to say. Uh, he's obviously a perfect I mean, fit for Thug. He would be in perfect in Miami, Miami at FIU. Maybe no. <laughs> go to, go to, go going, to Miami. He's not going to the U. He's going, you know what? Go to the U and bring that swag it's, it's, back. It's, it's, it's oh. a powerhouse. It's a powerhouse or nothing. Can you imagine? 
Well, I mean, after Gus Malzahn completely flames out at UCF, could could you see him down there at UCF? Possibly. Well, one, Possibly. I don't think Malzahn flames out at UCF, but uh, two, I mean, I don't. Why not? Or USF would be a good fit. Uh, potentially, they they may need a a coach here in the next few I, years. I we'll need Dion. USC or UT. Yeah, gonna I was going to say USC. It's gonna Miami be a, or USC or something. It's going like to be like a historical like powerhouse team. Um, and it's, it's a fun one. A, but yeah, it's not going to be like a Notre Dame or like one of those like no. you know, cautious teams. It's going to be one with good, un, good uniforms. Like UCLA be out there looking good. Oregon. How about Oregon? Oregon no, would be awesome. Oregon. I don't, I don't think uh, I don't who, think Herm Edwards. What if he replaces Herm Edwards at Arizona State? How about, we said, we said do anything? powerhouse. What are you talking about right now? I mean, Arizona <laughs> State is like the funnest, funnest school in fucking America. Are you kidding me? Yeah, if, if you like uh, girls 18 to 22, which I do. <laughs> I don't know if he does. <laughs> Miami, Oregon, or USC would be amazing. Uh, uh, I, think, they, I, think, I think we got to end on that note. I think, I think we got to end on, well, uh, on Marcus's uh, age preference. Not, not quite. Let's, um, let's touch on the Tiger incident because, you know, we can't, can't just ignore it, right? So right, and, I mean, I've got, and I've got a trivia question for you before we should shut down Newman. Sure. Um, so yeah, obviously Tiger was involved in this one car accident where you know he you know is severely injured, had to go through surgery and stuff. Do you guys think that this is the end of Tiger Woods' playing career? For sure. Has yeah, to be. I mean it's 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 the it's the new age of Charlie Woods. Uh, it's a, I'm, it's, I'm it's excited a... to see. I'm excited to see Tiger move into more of a mentor role. Um, I, I think I think. I, I, you know, I think Tiger, whether this had anything to do with his past demons or not, I, I think I think he's going to go on. And this is a life changing thing that um, that he can do a lot of good with. I think this puts him in a position to uh, to really do make some good change in the world. Um, what what does, if that does is Tiger on ever drive a car again? Not a Genesis. I mean, well, he, he, I, I think he, he never he, drives a car again because he's going to have a professional driver from on. I think Jack Nicholas colluded with someone and had his brakes cut. There, so, I love that conspiracy. So I, th- I think he he had a his sixth back surgery like three days prior. Yeah. So obviously the seventh back surgery is coming short shortly. Um, and from the the definition of it and wh- how they described it, it sounded like the Alex Smith injury, but like worse. Yeah. So basically, the leg injury was pretty much what happened to Alex Smith, and, and then he has an additional like ankle issue. Yeah. He right. might get back. He might. He might do some pro am shit. He might, you know, do some of the, you know, the, the, the Valspar, like some of the more uh, fun ones, a few years from now. But I don't think he's playing serious competitive golf. Um, do, does golf anymore. have a comeback player of the year? Oh, I'm sure they do. Because if they do, he should be able to just come out, hit driver in the woods, and get the award handed to him, right? John Daly. Every time he started drinking again, you just have to you just have to root for the best for Tiger. Like if you, if you don't love Tiger, I don't. I really don't like you. Right, exactly, exactly. He was on the way uh, to see Drew Brees, which is more of a story. Still, stay away from Drew Brees. <laughs> uh, so Newman or uh, Marcus, let's hear this uh, Newman trivia. We haven't done Newman trivia in about six months, so I'm, I'm excited to hear this. Yeah, so obviously I texted to you and uh, JC the other day. Oh, Newman leaves. He got scared. Oh, he got scared bitch. and left. Oh, oh no. Oh no. We'll, we'll, we'll give him a few minutes to come back here. Um, hey, Derek, uh, you want some trivia? Yeah, hit me with it. All right. What no, is the name? He's back. It's going to be in both of you guys. <clears throat> what is the name of the father of Peyton and Eli Manning? Archie. Wrong. Ar- I mean, is it like Archibald? Wrong. Yeah. It's Alicia. His name's Alicia? <laughs> yes. One of the, the be- one of the best sperm providers ever is named Alicia Archibald. How awesome is that? And that is pretty so incredible. Crazy. So now, now, now I need to know Arch Manning. Is he named Alicia Archibald as well? I wish, probably, but it is. A, it is not. <laughs> I, I, I googled it, um, but I can guarantee you, you could name him stop sign, and he's still going to be slaying out there. Oh, uh, I, I can't. I can't hear any more Archie talk. Uh, the Indiana Hoosiers need to fire their their head coach Archie Miller. So I'm going to ban that word. Anyone that still says that first name, I'm I'm booting from this. I'm old enough. I'm old enough to remember when Brandon was was so high on Indiana basketball this year. <laughs> one, one, one more thing to touch on. Happy birthday to the Nature Boy. Woo! All right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in. This is the Sports Memory Podcast. Take it easy, everyone. See ya. See ya.